Welcome to the Chocolate Cake Bites podcast. This is a podcast where we will discuss the sweet nuggets of goodness that come from living the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Ken Williams. The opinions, attitudes, thoughts, and ideas that we discuss are those of the hosts and guests and are not necessarily a reflection of the actual doctrines of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Thanks for listening and enjoy this week's conversation. And first of all, an apology I missed last week. Um, I always have ideas <laughs> of what to do and how things are going to work out and they don't always work out. So guess what? That's just the way that life works sometimes and kind of ties into what I am talking about today. I think I've referenced some of this on the podcast before, but I'm going to spend a little bit more time, dig a little bit more into it. I am writing a book right now and I'll talk more maybe about that in coming episodes. It's uh, really uh <laughs> I was going to say it's a passion project. It's really not. It's sometimes I do things just for my own personal entertainment. And this is one of those things I was talking to a, uh, one of my coaches this last week and the idea of writing a book came up and I thought this could be fun. So I'm just, I'm going to run with it. So I will, um, maybe <laughs> share details, but the thing is, as I've been focusing on this book, I'm almost done. I've got three chapters left to write. As I've been focusing on this book, I have uh, had a heightened awareness of certain things. And one of the things I'm going to add in the book, it's not something that I had originally planned, but I think I'm going to add it in. So I may replace one of the chapters with this one, or maybe I'll just add on another chapter. Who knows? But the idea that uh, life is supposed to be great, <laughs> the idea that life is supposed to be Perfect. The idea that in, in the scriptures, we read that men are that they might have joy. And we believe that. But I think sometimes we believe that that's all we're supposed to have, that men are that they are only supposed to have joy. And we set that as our guide, as our standard, as our expectation. And then we get frustrated when, if, when we fall short of that, that things happen, that's not what we want. And that's just life. That's, that's life sometimes. So I'm just kind of, um, letting my thoughts wander a little bit. Here's, I uh, hear some things. Number one, are we supposed to have joy all the time? I think I've addressed this in the past, but I, I want to dig into it just a little bit more. And the second question is what if we did experience only joy all the time? And then kind of a corollary to that is, does God only experience joy is quote unquote heaven is quote unquote paradise or whatever you want to call it. Is that just a completely 100% all the time, positive, joyful, pleasurable, pleasant experience. And I am going to say, I don't think so. I don't think that life was supposed to be only good. I don't think that's a realistic or a healthy standard that we should be working towards. Of course, joy is a lot more fun to consider than sadness, but we also read in the scriptures, and I didn't pull these up. I did earlier uh, as I was thinking about this, but uh, there must needs be opposition in all things. And I'm not sure that that opposition 
ends with this life. I'm not sure that that opposition is supposed to be over once this life is over. So uh, a few thoughts, just kind of as I've been thinking about this. The experience that I'm having at work is, for the most part, pretty good. I enjoy my job. I'm pretty good at it, I think. It depends on who you ask, maybe. But uh, it's a it's a different a def- decent experience. And so I can say, yeah, I, I like what I do. I like the people that I work with. I could say that's a joyful experience. And then, uh, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday, just a long day. It wasn't necessarily bad. It was just long. I got in to work at nine. No, actually, 8.30. I got in at 8.30, got a couple things done because I had a meeting at 9.30 that I had called. And it was supposed to be a 10 o'clock meeting, but I had to move it earlier because of another meeting that had been scheduled on top of my meeting. Hard to believe that the human resources people for the entire night side operation wouldn't consider my personal needs or (laughs) my schedule as they were making their schedule. So I had that uh, go on. So I went from the 9.30 to the 10 o'clock. Fortunately, it was just next door, so that was not hard to make. And then I missed a meeting because that meeting turned into another meeting, a stand-up meeting with my boss and, and my peer group. So I missed my team meeting with my team. And then that led me to uh, grab a few things and get to a, an 11.30 meeting that I had with another group, which caused me to miss my own team meeting <laughs> for my other team. And I did poke my head in. I greeted most of the people in my team who were there early. And we got to my meeting that was at 11.30. That went to about almost 12.30. In the meantime, I had been told that I have a new hire who has decided to quit like three days in. And I wanted to talk to him, just make sure I understood exactly what the situation was. And so I spent half an hour or so with him. So that takes me to about one o'clock. Got him situated. And then I'm already behind where I should be. I should be out with my teams out on the ramp. Um, just watching them, making sure that they have the resources that they need, making sure that, that things are going smoothly. So I'm bouncing. I'm covering another operation because uh, their manager is was in training this week. And so I'm bouncing to uh, put out the fires and the bouncing ended <laughs> because of a variety of situations at about 5:30 typically we would be done about 4:30 so we're about an hour beyond what is normal and because of a problem while they were loading one of the planes this is one of the teams that was not mine but uh, one that I was covering and i had to get that at least resolved enough that I could step away. It finally, the situation was resolved. And at the same time, there were some paperwork problems that it just kind of interrupted the whole flow. So I get to 5.30. I'm now a few minutes late for another meeting <laughs> that my boss has called at the end of the night, just to give us, update, give us an update on what is going on. Some uh, changes that uh, we can expect from a uh, not from an organizational standpoint, but from a priority standpoint. So he shared some things with us about that. And that went about 45 minutes. So now it's about 6.15. He told us that 
meeting was over, but now we're just chatting. I thought, done. <laughs> I'm done. I don't have time to sit here and chat because I haven't been in my office yet to really dig into some of the things that I had that were urgent. And I'm going on vacation next week. I want to get some things taken care of before that happens. I've got uh, a handful of things that are, um, I guess you'd call them urgent, critical, important things. A long day. So I didn't get out until uh, about nine o'clock in the morning. So it was a long day. Uh, which means I got home late, which means I got to sleep late. It, the whole thing, not not horrible day, but just long and not quite what I had anticipated. So what's wrong with that? And on one hand, it's easy for me to say, well, things should have happened differently. The, the problems that the teams had shouldn't have happened, that I was dealing with situations that were anomalies. It was just just kind of a, a weird day. In fact, my boss at the end of the day uh, sent out a text to uh, all of his managers and said, you know, something's just off today. And so it wasn't just me. It was just kind of a weird day all around, all around. So what's wrong with that? I don't know that anything's wrong with that. I think that days like that give us maybe a little bit more enjoyment when things go smoothly, when we have the slow and boring <laughs> days where things just don't go wrong or things just don't, uh, plans don't get hijacked. I have things on my list. I've got uh, a couple documents that I need to to get uh, signed. I have some observations that I need to make and uh, coaching conversations that I need to have that I've had on my list since Monday and I just have been pulled in different directions and they haven't happened. So I think that's going to make my vacation where I just don't have to worry about anything. It's going to make my vacation feel that much better. I think the bitter intensifies the sweet. I think the dark brightens the light. I think that the frustrating magnifies the enjoyable. And so the question that I asked earlier, does this end when this life ends? I'm going to say, I don't think so. And let me share a few thoughts. Uh, number one is there's a TV show that was on a few years ago. I loved this show. It was fantastic. I thought it was, it just it was super entertaining, very funny, but also um, had some really interesting perspectives that made me think called The Good Place. The premise of the show is that there is a character who is in, uh, she dies and goes to the good place. There's a good place and a bad place. And then it just kind of chronicles over the course of four seasons her experience along with a cluster of people that she was connected with in this initial um, post-death good place experience. And one of the final episodes, they these four people that were all friends uh, that became really close friends in this uh, post-mortal experience get to quote unquote heaven. And it's just dull and it's just, um, boring. And they make the comment, and I'd never considered this before that it is, 
there's nothing wrong. There's nothing, there's, there's nothing even mentally stimulating that happens. And so that's the first time I really thought about is this idea that life is not supposed to only bring joy. Is that, does that continue after this life? And I think that that, the idea that life is, that there is opposition in all things does continue after this life. We have uh, evidence of that, I believe, in the scriptures. You look at stories like Abraham and Isaac. Abraham um, is commanded to sacrifice his son Isaac. And he's taught that this is a type. This is a model. It's symbolic of the sacrifice that Christ is going to make. Now, we also know from the uh, from the scriptures that when Christ himself was suffering, that God, his father, had to withdraw. Now, I cannot imagine a loving father who was feeling joy and happiness watching his son being tortured, going through the horrible experience that crucifixion was. I don't think that the life after this life is filled only with joy. I think that our post experience is going to have moments of maybe disappointment or sadness. Uh, I imagine that God sees some of the decisions that some of us make and experiences some degree of sadness that we're not doing what we should be doing, especially when we know better. So what makes us better than that? What makes us so special that we should have only goodness? And what that means to me is that when the hard times comes, when the hard times come, they're supposed to come. They're supposed to be there. It's supposed to be this way. Doesn't mean I have to like it. Doesn't mean I have to maybe even hope for the difficulty, but it also means nothing's wrong. Nothing went wrong. It's not wrong that we have difficulties in this, in this life. That doesn't mean that anything is gone wrong. I know people that really struggle with relationships with their boss or um, they are in difficult work uh, situations or they may have a, a hard um, home life with parents or with children. They may be struggling with health. And <laughs> sorry to tell you this, but that's how it's supposed to be. Uh, we talked with Annette a few weeks ago and she talked about the fact that her brain tumor, uh, one of the, the huge mind-blowing experiences that she had with her um, post-tumor uh, mental recovery was when her coach asked her, what role did you have in creating this tumor? And she realized, and I love this answer, she realized that my body's not perfect. It's not perfect. It's not supposed to be perfect yet, which means that if I stub my toe, it hurts. If I twist my ankle, then it's sore. If I <laughs> overeat, then I feel bloated and uncomfortable. If I don't eat, then I feel hungry and, and uh, grumpy. 
if I don't get enough sleep, then I feel fatigued and maybe my um, mind's not as sharp as, as it should be. But that's exactly how it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be any different. It's supposed to be exactly, exactly like that. And so one of the things that I'm going to just leave you with is the idea that once I've accepted this, the the hard times, it does not mean I like them. It doesn't mean that I embrace them, but it does mean that I accept them. I don't try to push them away. I don't, and I'm not perfect at this. There are days that I just, uh, I do resist and I do complain <laughs> and I do get frustrated because things aren't going the way that I imagine that they should. But the less that I do that, the more I can get over myself, get over the frustrations that I have, and I can just move on. I can accept what is, and I can just move on. The problem with arguing with reality is you're going to lose every time. You can't, you can't win when you argue against reality. So it doesn't mean you have to like it. It doesn't mean you have to seek for difficulties or challenges. It just means you have to accept the fact <laughs> That's what is. Uh, I've talked to a lot of people who hate the phrase, it is what it is, but guess what? It is. <laughs> it is exactly what it is. So sometimes you can change things, sometimes you can't. There's the serenity, serenity prayer. I think my mom had uh, hanging up in the hallway uh, as I was growing up. God grant me the um, wisdom. What was it? The, the, um, something about accepting the things that you can change, the uh, courage to change the things you can't change and the, uh, the wisdom to know the difference, change what you can accept what you can't, because there's, there's no value in fighting against what is. And so that's my thought for today. I'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to chocolate cake bites. Please like share, subscribe, and give us a five-star rating to review. We'd love to hear your comments and ideas, and you can reach out to me at ken at chocolatecakebites.com. And before you end the day, take a few minutes to consider, who do you know who needs chocolate cake? <laughs>